I'm David, formerly of One Voice, and you are listening to the Rock and Praise Show. Get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Come and listen in to a radio station where the mighty host of the heavens sing. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. If you want to hear those good vibrations coming from the joy that His love can bring, turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on and listen to the music in the air. Turn your radio on and glory share. And listen to the master's radio. Get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Don't you know that everybody is a radio receiver? All you gotta do is listen for the call. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. If you listen in, you will be a believer, leaning on the truth that will never fall. Get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. And listen to the music in the air. Turn your radio on. And glory Listen to the master's radio. Get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. And listen to the music in the air. Turn your radio on. And glory share. And listen to the master's radio. Turn your lights down low and listen to the master's radio. Touch with God. Turn your radio and praise show and i want to thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast we had the privilege of interviewing whitley casey this past week and then we'll be bringing that interview right after this intro we've also got two of his songs following that we've also got music by david crowder chris tomlin crossover the grave denial saved by scarlet and our friends remnant altar We've also got the verse of the week, and in lieu of the news segment, there's something that's not really a news story, but I do want to talk about with love your feedback on, and we'll get into all that. But right now, let's get into the interview with Whitley Casey right here on The Rock and Praise Show. We are talking with Whitley Casey, uh, who has been kind enough to take some time out of his day to talk with us here on the Rock and Praise Show. Whitley, how are you doing this evening, sir? I am doing fantastic, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Hey, thanks for coming on. I, I know that we've talked a little bit in the past, and you've been nice enough to send us some of your music, and this is the first chance we've had to connect. 
and uh, yeah. actually have you on the podcast. Um, I know your time is valuable, so I'm just going to jump right into this thing. Um, awesome. Tell me, how did you get your start into Christian music? Yeah, so I got started in Christian music by just beginning to learn worship for my youth group. Uh, and when I was in junior high, uh, I, I just enjoyed playing the music so much with the worship teams that uh, I wanted to kind of try writing myself and try to do some of my own stuff. And it kind of just became a habit for me to write what I was feeling and learning through my walk. And then after I graduated, uh, I went right into traveling. Uh, around the state and playing in different bands for churches, camps, and uh, different coffee houses and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I got got started with it all. And about what year was that that you actually started uh, branching out outside of the worship service? Yeah, so that was two thousand between 2007 and 2008. And tell me real quick, what church was it that... Um, you worshipped with, and you really started to get your love for music when you started being part of the uh, the worship team. Yeah, so I got saved um, in a small Baptist church back home uh, called First Baptist Church in uh, Eddy, Texas. Uh, that's where I kind of grew up and did all my schooling. Um, and the cool thing about that is uh, we had 12 college kids from Baylor University come in and just, um, God just worked in amazing ways through this where they started with about... 10 or 20 kids and it was just became this thing to go to this this youth group every wednesday night and we were once it kind of boomed uh this kind of god movement happened where we were reaching about 150 kids every wednesday night in this small little baptist church and uh got to see god do some amazing things through it and i was kind of one of those kids who uh was able to be a part of that so did you grow up in the church yeah, so I actually grew up um, in Assembly of God churches, um, and then um, when about nine or ten, my uh, parents divorced, and I moved in with my dad, and um, he lived about two blocks away from that church, <clears throat> and uh, I just began uh, going and uh, serving in that church, and um uh, found Christ in, at First Baptist Church in Eddy. So tell me, um, Whitley, who are some of your musical inspirations? Yeah, so uh, my musical inspirations, man, growing up in Texas, you know, uh, in the 90s, of course, country music was kind of a big deal, and, and country music here still is. <clears throat> but I really grew up on like, Garth Brooks a lot. And I uh, always thought his style was, was different from other country artists and kind of made him unique uh, and loved his performances. Um, when I got uh, into Christian music and really um, digging into that genre, um, one of the local favorites, I guess, around here uh, was David Crowder. He was like, uh, he was actually a student in Waco at Baylor University at the time and, and the, uh, leading worship at UBC here uh, in Waco. <laughs> and uh, I just always, always listened to his worship uh, and stuff. And just uh, Chris Tomlin was was another uh, a big uh, influence um, when I was doing like worship writing uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, they were they were good favorites of mine early two thousands. So now, in your time in Christian music, have you had the um, honor of playing with either one of them? 
Yeah. Or so, Chris Tomlin. So two years ago, I played uh, Joshua Fest uh, with Crowder, and um, it, it was it was a pretty pretty cool 180 that happened there. Uh, and I and I was kind of well, like I've met Crowder a few times. And he's just always been this down-to-earth guy, but actually kind of it's weird being kind of side stage when you just played and then seeing Crowder play. It was just it was just nuts. <laughs> just to see how God just did that was really cool. It's always cool when um, you get to interact with people who have influenced you in a positive way or yes. who were an inspiration to you, and there's almost this little bit of, Oh, I can't believe I'm actually I know this guy now. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the first my one of my first big name interviews. Um one of the first people we we interviewed here on the Rock and Pray show which was probably back I think in 2011 or 2012 was Mark Schultz. Oh, nice. And uh, at the time, I was still there in Kansas. I was uh, stationed at Fort Riley, and I was happy to find out that he's actually from Colby, Kansas. So, oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so actually having him on the phone, I was like, I can't believe I'm talking to Mark Schultz. You know, <laughs> So I can kind of relate with how you feel uh, when you were uh, getting to play with Crowder. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's interesting because um, we play some of his stuff on, on the Rock and Pray show from time to time, too. And I do like his sound. Um, so speaking of music, um, what's the story behind uh, Call on Jesus? Yeah, man. Uh, so the inspiration kind of behind that song was uh, a bit of my testimony uh, and just how after uh, the divorce I was talking about earlier, some mom and dad, uh, God really ca- uh, captured my dad's heart uh, after that in about 2006. Uh, and just really began to work in, in my dad's life. My uh uh, dad ran into an old friend who was a pastor, uh, and just this guy just kind of took my dad like under his wing, just did some like Bible classes with him and stuff like that. And in about 2010, uh, dad got remarried to a lady named Amy, who who we've known. Uh, kind she's kind of been uh, a local kind of around all, all her life. Like I went to school with her daughters uh, and stuff, and so uh, I just thought that was cool how that happened, and then. Um, after they got married, <clears throat> um, he got his degree uh, at uh, Rama Bible College in uh, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, uh, and then came back came back home and uh, started uh, pastoring a small church in in our hometown uh, of about I don't know 100 150 people, um, and so just the the big turnaround there. Um, that God did in his life um, was just very impacting in our family. And so really the message of that song is just uh, Romans ten thirteen that, you know, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, and so um, that's just a, uh, just a song that hopefully encourage those who are, are seeking truth that, uh, man, they call on Jesus and they'll find it, you know. It sounds like it, it's, it has been and was meant to be a song of hope. Yes, absolutely. So um, we're talking about some of the songs you've done. Uh, you sent me a new song recently, Keep the Fire Burning. Yeah. 
what's the story behind that? Yeah, man. So uh, as I was writing this song uh, for the second record, we're actually working on uh, the second album right now. We're about on the third or fourth song. And um, I just began thinking of what uh, maybe some things the church body needs to hear. I just uh, started praying about uh, what was coming to mind. Uh, Trying to think here. What was coming to mind was being strong uh, through the fight of life and, and just in general. Um, so with writing this song, I kind of just shared thoughts on my spiritual walk um, and that course just saying, keep the fire burning, man. That's, that's just like saying, hey, keep pressing on because there's a great reward that's coming in the end. So, um, yeah, it's just like just like this kind of anthem for believers um, to uh, just keep pressing on in their faith, really, um, is what that song's about. I keep hearing this theme with a lot of different Christian music artists about anthems and getting people fired up. And I can't help but feel like, especially within Christian music, that there is, you know, like it's the start of a revival. Yeah. You know, there's, I keep hearing this, this theme come up when I'm talking with different Christian music artists about me. You know, this is just, this is an anthem. And an anthem is something that's meant to get the people going. Right. And it's interesting that you mentioned that you your heart was really thinking about you know messages that the the body needs to hear. Mm-hmm. And I've had some discussions with other members um, who I have a lot of um, talks with, uh, not just in Christian music, but also uh, just on biblical topics. And we were talking the other day about. Uh, how the church has started shifting away from God's word in favor of you know what's acceptable within society. Mm, yeah. And so it's good to hear that you know there are uh, influential people that are gone. You know, we see something, we feel it within our spirits that there's messages that the body needs to hear. Right. So. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll definitely, and I do appreciate you sending us that track too. Um, And talking about things within the body and um, other things like that brings me to my next question. In your Christian music career, what has been some of your biggest challenges? Yeah, so, um, man, I think the biggest challenge for me recently was uh, getting off the road full-time and going into full-time worship. Uh, I started a part-time position back uh, in 2018, the end of 2018, um, at my new church, Temple Bible Church in Temple, Texas, and um, was just a part-time intern uh, under the worship team at the time, Uh, and then um, just this past November, uh, they offered me a full-time worship ministry associate position. Uh, and so, um, going into a full-time worship position here at my home church, uh, I, I, you know, I enjoyed being out there ministering to a lot of people with my music. Uh, I enjoyed seeing, uh, sites, uh, God's creation that I didn't think I'd ever see because I'm such a small town boy who had this huge dream, uh, you know, to go out and, and share these songs. Um, but that was that was very challenging uh, of a transition, uh, but God just uh, began tugging in my heart about this opportunity uh, to be back home 
to be worshiping with with my church family and allowing me to be home with my wife more and just being together more. Uh, I was I was getting really excited about that and 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 the worship leading opportunity uh, after her and I spoke and prayed about it just seemed it just seemed just the right move to make. Uh, so kind of just transitioning into where I'm now uh, was pretty tough, but I, I think it was absolutely uh, what God had planned the whole time. So I think that would be uh, the really biggest challenge uh, and kind of bold step of faith that I took recently. You know, transition into what you were doing into something new is never easy. And there's yeah. a lot of its own challenges that come with that. Um, during the time where you were on the road a lot and you were touring, what did you do to keep yourself grounded in the faith? Yeah, so um, a lot of times when I'm out on the road, um, I listen to uh, a lot of different podcasts or a lot of different sermons on uh, on YouTube or whatnot. And some of my favorite people to listen to uh, a guy here from uh, Texas called Matt Chandler out of out of out of Dallas um, uh, is is someone I've been listening to since junior high. Uh, with his sermons, so uh, I really try to take time uh, in in my mornings, uh, just before I get on the road or um, have to travel, uh, to, to take take an hour or two, uh, just to kind of look at God's word, um, just take some moments of prayer, and uh, just listen to uh, just someone teaching uh, teaching me truth, um, and that's kind of what keeps my mindset on on what what I'm doing and why I'm out here doing it, you know. So you, you find ways to keep the word integrated while you're on the road. and Absolutely. That's fantastic. You know, and that is such an important part of any ministry is keeping yourself in the word and, in, and grounded um, because it's easy to get caught up into, okay, this is, this is what I'm doing, this is what I have to do, and you get caught up in the busyness of it. <laughs> And so it's, it's really awesome to hear that, you know, you made it a focus to put some time into the Word and, and grab some devotion from other spots right. while you were and, doing all that. And it's really cool because uh, of all the friendships that I made with different pastors coming into these churches. Like, um, I have several different uh, pastors who will uh, allow, allow me to join in their text groups of, in the mornings when they send out, like, devotions or they send out certain scripture um, and that, and that, gosh, that seriously helps uh, a ton to uh, get my day started on uh, on what what's important. You know, and having that fellowship with other like-minded people yeah. um, is always important too. And it's harder for people who are on the road a lot with whatever the career or their ministry path is. But I mean, that's right. also the essential part of why we come together for worship. Is just there's something yeah. about that community that just refreshes the soul. Um, Absolutely. So I asked about your biggest challenge. Um, in your career, what has been your biggest success? Yeah, so biggest successes, um, I think this last album I just recently put out last year, uh, Dream, um, has been such a huge success for me. You know, I've always wanted to put out uh, my first full-length record. That finally came to pass last March when we put out Dream. And the thing about putting out music is you want it to do good but you also even more than that you want the message to be clear uh and to seeing that uh people were picking up on that message was was amazing 
we hit number 18 uh, on the iTunes charts the, the day it released. Louder, louder than the music.com just put out uh, their top 10 uh, albums of 2019, and we hit number three just this morning uh, for top 10 albums of 19. Um, so I think that's one of the things. The other thing is uh, just being able to do uh, or make friendships with these uh, artists like um, for King and Country, Crowder, uh, Citizen Way. Ben Calhoun of Citizen Way is a good friend of mine. Uh, and just um, he's another guy that shares devotions with me uh, and just uh, keeps me grounded in my faith really well. Um, and uh, we we're always going back to back with sharing uh, different things we're writing. Um, so with some of them, uh, it, it's just been awesome and encouraging, man, to uh, to kind of share the stage with them, but also gain friendships as well. You talked about that the message from your um, from your record. You said people were picking up on it. Um, yeah. For someone who's maybe never heard any of your music, if they were to go out um, to iTunes or if they were like me and they still bought CDs, um, right? What would you hope that they get out of your music when they listen to you for the first time? Yeah, man. Uh, my my hope is that they they get spiritual truth um, first, number one, uh, spiritual truth and encouragement for their daily walk uh, with the Lord. Um, and, and I hope these songs can give people hope that they just can't find in, in what the world we live in offer offers. You know, so so my hope is that uh, it'll bring them closer to Jesus or. If, if they're not even walking with the Lord, that maybe there's a walk um, that's about to happen, you know. Uh, there's a new, a new life about to begin. Maybe maybe there's life change. Um, uh, but, but, man, just growing closer in Him and just uh, growing their walk and listening to these songs um, is really what I, I want folks to get out of these, these songs. And where can people uh, pick up your album? Yeah, so it's on all digital distributions. Um, you can order it through WhitleyCaseyMusic.com as well. Um, I, I, can, I just put out, like, a, like we said, I just put out Keep the Fire Burning. That's out on digital stores everywhere and, and my website as well. Well, Whitley, I have greatly appreciated talking to you this evening, and I'm glad we can make our schedules match. Um and I always tell any of the artists that we interview that, you know, going forward, if there's ever anything that you need to promote it, um, let me know. I'm happy to throw it on the Facebook page. I'm happy to promote it during the podcast, uh, new albums, um, tours, whatever it may be. Um, yeah. You know, we're happy to do that for free uh, for all the friends of the Rock and Praise show. So awesome. one other thing I always ask all of the uh, artists that I've, I've had on the show uh, if you're willing, um, yeah, would you be able to, to do a promo spot for us? Let's do it. Hey, this is Whitley Casey, and I want to say thanks so much for listening to the Rock and Praise Show. Hey, Whitley, I really appreciate it, man. And uh, I look forward to hearing your new music and getting your album here very soon for myself yeah. so I can enjoy the full album instead of just the, uh, the few tracks that we have. And we'll definitely yeah. keep playing your music and putting you in the rotation. Um, awesome. 
And man, just keep us updated about things that are coming up in the future. And uh, yeah. like I said before, anything you you ever want to come on and talk about, or uh, any new music or tours or anything coming up, man, let us know, and, and we'll be happy to push it out. Absolutely, Joshua. Thank you so much for that, bro. Hey, thank you very much. You have a good weekend. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Far too long You feel like your dreams are shattered And you can't go on There is freedom In just one name You call it out He will reach out And you'll never be the same Oh, just call on Jesus He'll make a way You'll see brighter days Oh, if you just call on Jesus Your sins wash away All your chains will break Oh, just call on His name Oh, 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 oh Steam off and make him right Don't you worry, no About the thing Cause if he can beat hell in the grave My God can do anything Oh, just call on Jesus He'll make a way You'll see brighter days
been six feet under I could have been a dead man for the world to see That's not me Well, I'm a walking miracle But you brought through the heavy storms And the raging seas So with his songs keep the fire burning and call on jesus right here on the rock and praise show and i want to say a very big thank you to whitley casey for taking time out of his day to talk with us and we're glad that we can bring you that interview here on this uh episode of the rock and praise show hey uh right now what i want to get into is your verse of the week and as always, the verse of the week is brought to you by BibleGateway.com. And the verse of the week is taken from Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. You know, when I was little, this was known as the golden rule do unto others as you would have them do unto you and it was a very fundamental teaching for how we should treat each other 
you know, if if I want someone to do good things to me, well, then I should do good things to others. And I didn't know when I was young that this was a biblical teaching. It was just known universally as the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. So as I got into later on in my life and I started studying the Bible and I came across this passage, I said, hey, the golden rule was taken from the Bible. Who would have thought? But, you know, we know this is the golden rule, but it seems as we've gotten on later on in life and as life has had its way with us, we tend to forget this sometimes, to treat others the way we would want to be treated. And also by doing this, by treating others the way we want to be treated, we are setting an example and we're showing the love of Christ in how we treat people. So, as you go about this week, even if you have a rough week, if you've having a rough couple of weeks, even if you're having a rough month, even if you wake up and you just don't feel like getting out of bed, remember, in all things, let's treat each other how we want to be treated by other people. And let's take that a step further. Let's do our best to treat people the way that Christ treated us when he gave himself for us by being the perfect sacrifice and going to a cross and being that sacrificial lamb and spilling his blood so that we can be counted as children of God. So this week as you go through, find a way to show the love of Christ in your actions to other people around you. So that's it. That's your verse of the week. Matthew chapter 7 verse 12. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Be blessed. Right now this is David Crowder Band. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing right here on the Rock and Praise Show.
Tomlin with At the Cross Love Ran Red. Before that, we had Oh for a Thousand Tongues to Sing by David Crowder Band and Keep the Fire Burning by our friend Whitley Casey. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into another episode of the Rock and Praise Show. Hey, um, I said earlier that in lieu of our news segment, I wanted to talk about something different. Um, if you may have heard me make mention of it during the Whitley Casey interview, and that was the state of churches 
around the globe and how they've become more of a social feel-good club than a place for true training and spiritual healing. You know, Christianity is under attack all around the world. And even here in the United States, there are laws that are going into place in California that would prevent churches from preaching the complete truth. Um, Christianity is being looked down upon in many different cultures um, and even here in the U.S. uh, in favor of other things. And we've also seen a a movement in the church that started, I think, really back in the 80s of leaning more towards social acceptance instead of preaching the true word of God. So, you know, having youth programs and special guest speakers uh, and things like that, that, that's all fine and dandy. However, that should not be the focus of the church. That should not be the focus, uh, you know, gimmicks just to draw people in. Uh, Because the thing with gimmicks is if you bring people in with gimmicks, then you have to keep them there with gimmicks. And the church is not supposed to be a place of gimmicks. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you shouldn't have guest speakers or youth programs because youth programs are essential in teaching our youth. And sometimes, you know, guest speakers can really bring to light some things that you need to hear. Uh, For instance, at our church that we were attending there in Great Falls, Montana, we had um, a guest speaker, Brother Wassam, who is a Muslim convert. You know, he grew up in Baghdad there in Iraq and he found a copy of the Gospel of John at a market and he read it and it changed his life. Well, he has a ministry now called Islam in Christ's Eyes and it's how to um, teach and talk to your friends, your family, your neighbors who are Muslim about Christ. But what it did for me was it really helped dissuade my fears and my own prejudices um, when it come to people of the Muslim faith and people from the Middle East. So I'm not saying that guest speakers are bad, but if your congregation and your church is more focused on on gimmicks and programs and you know putting on a show come sunday morning if if the focus is more on the praise and worship than it is on the word then ladies and gentlemen your church needs to really take a look at its mission and you as the members need to really bring this up to light to you the leadership and to other members Because ultimately, the church is a place for spiritual healing. You know, Christ said, a a well man doesn't go to the doctor. No, it's the sick that go to the doctor. Well, guess what? People of this world, including a lot of us who are sanctified, are spiritually sick. We have sin in our lives that we battle with. And... You know, it's too easy to get wrapped up into, well, I'm a Christian and I follow the Bible and, and if, if you're not within the body, well, then you're going to go to hell. And we, we get in the soapbox mentality of I'm higher than you, I'm more holy than you, when really we're all sinners and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. 
Now, there are some fundamental things that have become hot topics within our society today, and one of those things being homosexuality. And I've noticed that there is two left and right camps within churches around the United States, and one of them is a complete outright condemnation of these people don't deserve to hear the gospel. If they want to hear the gospel, they can pick up and read a Bible. It's not up to us to go out and, and teach them. And then we have the other camp, which says, oh, well, you know what? They're sinners too, so we should just be accepting of them and let them live their lives the way they want because Jesus loves them and, you know, so forth and so on. When the truth really is in the middle. Yes, Jesus loves them. And yes, they are sinners just like us, just like me who has my own sins, and just like you, who have their, your own sins. But God doesn't love the sin. He loves the sinner. That is the people. That's why he sent his son. But in that, simply going to church and singing songs and listening to the sermon does not make one a Christian or a Christ follower. No, that is actually d devoting yourself to follow the teachings of Christ and the apostles, that is living a godly life in all of what the word of God says. Not just the parts that we like. It's not a buffet. You have to take everything or your, your worship and your walk is fruitless. Now, let me be very, very clear. People who are living in sin, whether it be drugs, whether it be alcohol, whether it be pornography, whether it be adultery, whether it be homosexuality, whether it be murder, whether it be theft, whatever it is, we need to teach those people the truth in love. And what that means is you don't go out and go, well, you know, if you don't quit this, you're going to go to hell. No. You teach them. You show them in God's word. And besides showing them in God's word, show them the love of Christ by how you interact with them. Show them the love of Christ by how you live your life. My best friend of 25 plus years is homosexual. And he struggles with his own spirituality. And I have done my very best over these past 25 years, not just to talk to him about the word of God and show him in the Bible, but also to live my own life so that I may be an example to him. Now, he knows where I stand on the issues of homosexuality. He knows where I am within my own faith. He's still my best friend. And I, he is closer to me than my own birth brother is. And I love him as a brother. So I say all this, and, and really I kind of got off on a side topic, but I, I say all this to, to say this point. In your walk with Christ in your following of the Bible, in your congregation, make sure you're following what the Bible says and not what man is saying. There's a very big difference between scriptural teachings and the tradition of man. There is a big difference between biblical doctrine and church tradition. And a lot of times what I have seen in my almost 40 years on this earth is that those two get blended together. Well, our church has always done it this way and... We take it based on this one verse or because we believe this is how it was done in the, you know, in the first century church or whatever it was. Well, my question is, what does God's word truly say about it? Or more to the point, what does it not say about it?
there are some issues that are within the church that are traditions of man, but too often it gets made into, well, if you're doing it a different way, then your soul's not going to be saved. Well, here's what I know about salvation. Salvation requires hearing of the word, believing of the word, which is the word of God, accepting Christ, acknowledging him as Lord and Savior, and being immersed into the waters of baptism for the remission of sin and living a godly life. Because that's what the Bible teaches. Don't take my word for it. Go read it yourself. But make sure in your church and in your own walk of life, you're following God's word and not man. Because it's easy to follow what we like to hear. Oh, well, I like to go to this church because we have all the newest praise songs and we have... You know, it, it, I mean, I feel good when I leave there because the praise team was great. Okay, tell me about what the sermon was about. Oh, I like our preacher. He's real charismatic. Is he teaching the truth? These are things that you, we have to watch out for, ladies and gentlemen, because our very souls depend on it. If your preacher tells you something, research it yourself. Go read. Don't read just the one or two verses he used in his sermon. Read the chapter that's included in it. Read the chapter before and after. Put it into context. Make sure, because your soul depends on it. When we die and we go before God for judgment, we cannot get by with the excuse, well, well God, my preacher said this. Because guess what? Your preacher is not going to be there to back you up. So make sure that you're following and that you are living truth. Not what society says is truth. Not what your preacher says is truth. But what God's word says is truth. That's it for our news segment. I appreciate your attention to this broadcast, to this podcast. And I encourage you to comment on this. I'll put a little post up here on the Facebook page after uh, the upload. But I want to get your take on this. What is your thoughts on the way churches are today? Are they in line with God's word? Is there a reformation that needs to take place in this country, in this world? What are your thoughts? Let me know on the Rock and Pray Show Facebook page. Let's get back into the music. This is our friends Crossover with their song, Breathe on Me, right here on the Rock and Praise Show.
this is Dawson Fireside, and you're listening to the Rock and Pray Show. This is Justin with Everything New, and you're listening to The Rock and Praise Show.
Love me. 